Whether you're searching for record players or pianos, how you pay matters. Visa helps protect you from payment fraud online. Visa, a network working for everyone. Hello, latest PS5 community. It's Demi, and I'm back with another shameless promo. If you enjoy listening to the latest gaming news each week, then you will absolutely love our YouTube channel. Over there, you will expect to see a variety of videos such as live reactions, predictions, gameplay, and so much more. Search latest PS5 podcast in YouTube or click the link in the description. Also, while you're at it, help to support our channel by subscribing so you never miss a video. Do it right now subscribe right now i'm watching you i'm gonna give you zero seconds to subscribe done it good back to the show incredibly exciting it's really about as a developer that's an amazing feeling to have Hello everybody and welcome to episode 105 of the latest PS5 podcast podcast each week where we bring you all the latest news in the crazy world that is PlayStation 5. I'm your host Sunny Sangera and this week I am not joined by Mr. Alex Sylvester. It is just me, single player only I'm afraid. Woo! We all love single player though, right? Uh, me and Alex tried all week just to try and get our schedules to align to be able to record this episode. We just couldn't do it work got in the way so this week it's just myself going through all the latest news we wanted to make sure that even though we both couldn't do it you still had an episode this week so this is what it is just me bringing you the latest news this week and what have i got for you this week we're going to talk AAA titles release updates there's been updates for many titles the god of war editions that are available to purchase nba 2k 23 and a hell of a lot more but as tradition dictates, is obviously, what have I been playing? Well, it's obvious, right? What I've been playing on my phone, Game Dev Tycoon, on my PlayStation, Resident Evil 2, what a game, still stunning, still amazing. Tetris Effect, what a game, still stunning, still amazing. And Jurassic World Evolution 2, boom, what a game. Highly recommended for you all. But enough about that. Let's get straight into the news, and it's a big one for God of War. Okay, news story number one. The release date for God of War Ragnarok has finally been revealed, and players will be able to continue the next chapter of Kratos and Atreus' story on November 9th, 2022. The news was dropped on the PlayStation blog and on its social media channels with a short CG trailer that teases at what elements of North mythology will continue to be implemented in this version of the game the different editions of the game were also finally revealed including two different collector's editions variants altogether there's a launch edition standard edition digital deluxe edition collector's edition and a yotna edition pricing for all these editions has yet to be revealed but pre-orders will go live next week on july 15 2022 the launch and standard versions are different only through the DLC that is available with the launch edition. Grab the launch edition and you'll get access to the Kratos Rise and Snow armor and the Atreus Rise and Snow tunic. They look really cool, by the way. 
So what comes with the digital deluxe edition of Ragnarok? Well, I'm going to tell you what every edition comes with. Right. So you get full God of War Ragnarok game on PlayStation 4 or PlayStation 5 console. Kratos Darkdale armor, Atreus Darkdale attire, which is just cosmetic. Darkdale blades handles for the Blades of Chaos. Darkdale axe grip for the Leviathan axe. Official God of War Ragnarok digital soundtrack. Dark Horse digital mini art book. Avatar set and a PlayStation 4 theme. So in the collector's edition, you get all of the digital bonuses I just listed and a whole lot of physical merch. Be warned, however, there is no game disc available in either the collector's edition or the Yotnar edition. So this is what's available in the collector's edition. You get a printed voucher code for God of War on PS4 or PS5. So you get the game, but it's digital. A steelbook display case, no game disc obviously included. The God of War Ragnarok steelbook display case um, depicts renditions of the bear and the wolf. A two-inch veneer twin carvings in the same style as Atreus wooden toy carvings of the Huldra Brothers from the God of War 2018 Collector's Edition. The God of War Ragnarok Collector's Edition completes a set with carvings of the veneer twins. You get the Dwarven dice set that set comes with a set of dice with a quality wood-like finish in a dice bag with a symbol of Yggdrasil on the outside that sounds pretty decent and you get a 16-inch Mjolnir replica a highly detailed replica of Thor's signature weapon from God of War God of War Ragnarok see when you when you're trying to read so much by yourself you have blah, 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 but what can you do finally in the Yotnar edition comes with everything listed in the digital deluxe edition and all the physical items included in the collector's edition, which I just listed. You also get some extra goodies like a vinyl of the soundtrack. So here's everything you get in the Yotnar edition. <clears throat> Take a deep breath on this one. So you get printed code for the game on PS4 or PS5. A seven-inch vinyl record with music by Bear McCreary. This includes two tracks from composer Bear McCreary. The Falcon, Bear, and Wolf pin set representing Fey, Kratos, Kratos, Crayon, I was going to say then, representing Fey, Kratos, and Atreus, respectively. This pin set symbolizes our hero's family. The legendary Dropnir ring, a ring from North mythology, the legendary Dropnir ring comes in a red cloth bag. Brock's dice set. The dice comes with the metallic silver finish with blue detailing. The dice bag features the Holdra Brothers brand. Yig's Trails cloth map. This cloth map shows each of the nine realms within the branches and roots of Yig's Trail. A steelbook display case. No game disc included. Again, it's a digital only game. Two inch veneer twins carvings, which we detailed in the collector's edition. And a 16 inch Mjolnir replica axe as well, which is obviously what Thor has. Obviously, with everything that is listed, the PlayStation blog does note that some of the DLC items won't be available until you've progressed in the story. Obviously, it doesn't want to make you too powerful too quick. So you've got to kind of balance that out a little bit. And once again, unfortunately, likely for the last time, there is a $10 upgrade path from the PS4 version of the first party PlayStation game to the PlayStation 5 version with the game being obviously God of War Ragnarok. And the reason I say hopefully for the last time is we think and we're hoping that God of War is the last multi-platform game that's cross PS4 and PS5. Wow. 
I tell you what, guys, and I just can't wait. You know what I mean? I'm finally happy that there's a date. You know, we just got to wait till November. So as soon as November hits, we're going to be playing that game on the 9th. That's AAA territory. And it's a smart time to come out because it's peak holiday purchasing. It's before Black Friday as well. It's going to sell loads and loads of copies. It's a big game for all of us. And there's a drought. You know what I mean? There is a big drought for AAA titles coming at the end of the year. I mean, God. I mean, Sony didn't have to release God of War pre-Christmas. There's no real competition from Xbox, but you got to look at it from this standpoint. They're going to hold consoles, release a big batch on the run up to Christmas. They'll all be, all will be God of War bundles more than likely, similar to what you're seeing with Horizon at the moment. So, we should see some really strong numbers for God of War as well. I'm excited. Are you excited? Of course you're excited. It's God of War. If you're not excited, if you haven't played the game, play the game. It's in your PlayStation Plus extra or premium subscription. So make sure you jump on that game and give it a go. It is stunning. It is single player, narrative driven, excellence, you know, top shelf stuff, man. So highly recommended God of War, my most anticipated game. Cannot wait. But we're going to go from one release date to one that slipped. Number two, Square Enix delayed its action-adventure role-playing game for Spoken into 2023. The publisher announced this week, calling the move a strategic decision that will give developer Luminous Productions more time to polish the game. Forspoken was previously expected in October, but will now be released on January 24th, 2023. This is what they said. All game elements are now complete and development is in its final polishing phase. Sorry, I had to stop for a second there because I thought, shit, am I actually recording this? Because that would have been hilarious if I wasn't. Let me go back. All game elements are now complete and development is in its final polishing phase. Square Enix and Luminous Production said it in a tweet announcing the delay. We would like to thank you for your continued support and patience on this journey. Your excitement for the game inspires us every day, and we cannot wait to share more about Forspoken with you later this summer, which basically means that there's a showcase coming up late August, September, more than likely. But this is a second major delay for Forspoken. The game was originally planned to launch in May of this year, if you remember, on PS5 and PC, but Square Enix pushed the game back to October, citing the need to further polish the game. So, I mean, Forspoken has a divided community on it at the moment. Some people are not really bothered. They're like, you know, Final Fantasy has taken a lot of that light attention and shine away. Other people are excited for it. Hey, it's a delay. It's a delay. You know, I mean, if God of War came out on the 9th and this was still coming out in October, who's really going to be playing Forspoken? They're going to be waiting for God of War. At least now with PlayStation 5, you're coming out of the Christmas period and you have Forspoken at the end of January to look forward to, not to mention, obviously, the plethora of games coming out in 2023. I'm not really that excited about Forspoken, I'll be honest. Um, I will play it eventually, because visually it looks stunning. Gameplay looks insane. I think I'll see what, you know, people who really enjoy that genre think about the game. And if they say it's really good, it's great, then it's definitely worth playing. Whereas if they say it's not great, then I've saved time. But yeah, Forspoken delayed again. So you've got God of War 9th of November. Forspoken moves now to January 24th, 2023. And um, 
yeah, we'll just keep our eye on the summertime, as they say, to see the latest developments of this game. Hey everybody, it's Demi and I'm coming at you with a sneak peek of our Patreon exclusive episode this week. For our patrons only, the latest PSX episode is dedicated to the June PSN charts. Ooh, I host sit down and compare the US and European PS5 charts. What does this mean? Find out by becoming a patron today. You can do so by clicking the link in the description. Whether you're searching for record players or pianos, how you pay matters. Visa helps protect you from payment fraud online. Visa, a network working for everyone. Okay, we're back and uh, we've got another patch for Horizon. Number three, Horizon Forbidden West latest patch 1.17 brings a few big features for players with the equipment to take advantage of them. Those being support for variable refresh rate monitors and a 120 hertz mode. The update also includes what Gorilla is calling its new balanced graphics mode, which has the game running at 40 hertz while keeping some of the more intense graphics settings turned on. According to the patch notes, the target refresh rate for the VRR mode and the higher frame rate mode or 120 hertz mode is between 60 hertz and 120 hertz. Again, if you haven't played Horizon Forbidden West, what are you doing? Great game, stunning game. Now you've got more options to choose from, from a visual standpoint and a performance standpoint. Exciting times as always. I mean, I'll, I'm not going to lie. It'd be kind of cool to have this all from the get-go. But even though the game is released and it's selling well, which we'll get into later, it's bundled with everything. It's still nice to see that they're constantly updating and fixing that game. There is a lot of fixes also in the latest patch. And um, Gorilla have also stated that they will be now focusing their attention on a lot of community feedback in regards to bugs and ways to improve the gameplay of the game. And that will be in their next patch update. Number four, you know, we love talking about patents and this one's an interesting one. Sony's latest patent filing is one that points directly to the company's future in that it's patent for an MMO processing system something that could potentially play a big role in the coming years for PlayStation. The patent details a system that would take advantage of different networks, compute units, and the cloud. It's been made clear that part of the future of PlayStation this generation will be multiplayer and live service games, with two unannounced games set to be revealed this fiscal year, according to Jim Ryan. There's also the multiplayer project from Haven Studios, which they're working on in that fantasy setting. And we got recent hints that Ben Studios' next project will be a multiplayer game based on job advertisements. Plus, many fans are well aware that Naughty Dog is still working to bring a multiplayer title based on The Last of Us and the faction's multiplayer mode we once knew in the game's original release, something that Neil Druckmann spoke about at Summer Games Fest. So, yeah, I mean... I don't want you guys and ladies who are listening to be worried about, oh, Sony are really switching to multiplayer and um, live service games. Yes, they are, but they've already spoke about as well how single-player games are key and will always be key for them going forward. So we're getting a nice balance between the two, but another patent filing, obviously, to just make the process easier for developers to have MMA games running, MMO games, sorry, MMA. There should be an MMA game coming soon, though, anyway. But an MMO processing system in this sense to help the genre on the platform. Interesting times. Hey, everyone. Now, I'm going to keep it real with you for a sec. 
There's nothing I enjoy more than sitting down with my friends and spilling all the tea. For that reason, let me introduce to you The Rumour Mill. This is a show that is exclusive to Patreon. Now, we know that the latest PS5 show is dedicated to actual news, but the rumour mill is all about the juicy rumours in the video game industry. Our hosts sit down and discuss the biggest rumours there is, so if you enjoy a little tea being spilled, become a patron, support the show, and gain access to the rumour mill each month. Now, you could have put money on number five here because it's obvious and if you are a basketball fan it was obvious that it was going to happen and it's something that 2k have been thinking about probably for years and years and years and number five nba 2k 23 has been revealed with michael jordan picked as the cover star for the special editions of the game and a release date of september 9th 2022 has been announced this is the third time in over a decade that jordan has appeared on the cover First with NBA 2K11, then NBA 2K12, and then NBA 2K16. In its original cover title, players were charged with the Jordan Challenge, which tasked players to recreate 15 of Jordan's most iconic moments in his career, something the new trailer shown off today, or this week anyway, nods to. It'll also be coming back for players to once again try to be like Mike in 2K23. Now, why do you ask... 2K should have known this and basketball fans should have known this. What am I on about? Well, this is what 2K said. After making 23 the most recognizable number in sports, I disagree on that, it was only fitting that NBA 2K23, we introduced the Michael Jordan edition, said Vice President of Global Marketing for NBA 2K, Alfred Brody. Alfred, Alfred, listen, number 23 is recognized in America. Number seven is Manchester United's iconic shirt. Everybody in football around the world knows seven is the most iconic number. Seven. Not just in one country, loads of countries. So seven is the most recognisable number in sports. Ooh, ah, Eric Cantona. But anyway, yeah, kind of cool to see NBA 2K23 paying homage to the famous 23 shirt of Michael Jordan. Now... The game always does really, really well when it comes out each year. It always looks stunning. Um, it'll be really interesting to see what the game improves on from 2K22 because 2K22 was um, a really, really popular game with NBA fans. All right, let's move on to number six. A new job posting on LinkedIn spotted on Reset Era shows that Sony is currently hiring for a software development engineer specifically to work with the studio's classics team. The Classics team, as based on a description given, is charged with maintaining the classic titles available to players on PS5 and PS4, adding new features and developing new emulators. Now, the big thing here, and everybody's going to keep talking about it, is they want to be able to download and play PS3 games on the PlayStation 5, which requires what? An emulator. So hopefully... It will work, it will come, and it'll be great to see. You know, we need more classic games. There's not that many to choose from, and there's thousands available for them. So get to work, Sony, man. We are waiting. We are waiting indeed. But shall we move on to the charts? Because uh, once again, ladies and gentlemen, a new number one.
I'm here to let you know that each week you could get this episode and all other episodes ad-free and up to three days early. Not only that, you can also gain access to Patreon-exclusive PlayStation shows that focus on sales numbers, all-time lists, showcase predictions, and more. Head over to www.patreon.com forward slash latest PS5 or click the link in the description to join our PlayStation community and show your support. Now... now Alex, unfortunately, is not on the episode, so I can't rub it in his face when I told him that Fire Emblem would not maintain number one. And he was like, I don't know. It's big. It's going to... Bitch, that shit didn't even stay in the top 10. It fell all the way out of the top 10. Fire Emblem did. What a poor performance from a number one. Probably the worst performance from a number one game in the entire year. But let's go to the UK charts for last week. Number 10, Animal Crossing's New Horizons. Shit game. Number nine, Minecraft, shit game. Number eight, Pokemon Legends Arceus, really shit game. Number seven, Mario Strikers Battle League, shit game. Number six, FIFA 22. Number f- That's a shit game as well, boys. Number five, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. That's a really old game. Number four, Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. This game, it just will not leave the top five, which is really amazing to see for a Lego title. Number three, Nintendo Switch Sports, another shit game. Number two, Horizon Forbidden West. And number one, new entry, Formula One 2022, a.k.a. F1 2022. F1 2022 had the third biggest launch in the franchise's history. So it's a big, big seller for that franchise. Horizon sales jumped 94% week on week. So if F1 2022 hadn't been launched this week, Horizon would have been number one yet again. FIFA 22 jumped 41% to re-enter the top 10 from being uh, number 11 to number six this week. Horizon, ma'am. Okay, listeners, this is what's going to happen. I am going to task a good friend of mine, Millie, to go through all UK charts for the entire year to see how many weeks certain games have been at number one. It's, it's a given that Horizon has had the most number ones this year. So um, that will be brought to you next week. Interesting. Also, obviously, if you like charts and stuff, this week's latest PSX episode is dedicated to June's PlayStation Network's download charts, where we run through the top 20 PlayStation top downloads in Europe and America. And we also talk about the free-to-play list as well. But let's move on to the letters on that front. So Kate from Manchester. Hey, latest PS5 team. What are your thoughts on the comments made by Sucker Punch that they and no other studio is currently working on any infamous or Sly Cooper projects? I'm, I'm hurt. I'm hurt, Kate. I'm absolutely hurt. But listeners, if you're not sure what we're talking about, um, a statement was released by Sucker Punch Studios, and I'll just read it here. With our focus on our current project, we have no plans to revisit infamous or Sly Cooper right now. And no other studio is currently working on projects related to those franchises either, wrote Sucker Punch on its website. These characters are very special and near and dear to our hearts. So while we'll never say never to reopening those doors down the road, for now, there are no infamous or Sly Cooper games in development. I'm not too... I mean, Sly Cooper, I'm not too bothered about. You know, but Infamous, yeah, it'd be great to have Infamous 3 or even just Infamous 1 and 2, like, remade um, to really capitalize on the DualSense controller and the visuals and the power of the PlayStation 5. But 
when you consider that what Sucker Punch are doing is Ghost of Tsushima 2. Yeah, yeah, you can forget all those other projects, man. Let's just focus on Ghost of Tsushima. That's what we want, right? So it was interesting that they didn't mention that no other studio was working on it either because we all thought and industry insiders were all confident that Sly was being made at another studio, but it obviously isn't. So yeah, Ghost of Tsushima only at Sucker Punch. So now we know that. So yes, Kate, I am devastated. But when I consider the fact that it's for the betterment and we means we're getting Ghost of Tsushima 2, I will take that over an infamous remake, infamous 3, or a Sly Cooper game. But thanks for the letter, Kate. Jonah from Albuquerque in the US. Which game would you want to play for the first time again? No memory of it, just the experience of playing it fresh again. I would love to play Uncharted 2 or Walking Dead Season 1 again. Thanks for the show. Oh, Jonah, what a fucking question. I know you listeners are listening now and you're thinking to yourself, you know, what game have I played and finished? I would love to play a game for the first time. Oh, wow. There's so many to choose from. I think if I was to go retro, let's go classic first. Metal Gear Solid 1. I think any Metal Gear Solid, really. Metal Gear Solid 1, Metal Gear Solid 2, Metal Gear Solid 3, Metal Gear Solid 4. I know that's not classic, but it's PS3, so it's classic. So, yeah, I think any Metal Gear would be up there. I think modern day, I'm going to have to say God of War 2018 and the original Last of Us and Last of Us 2 because they're just unbelievable games, you know? I love the fact, the story in the original Last of Us. Oh, God, when you, it's, it's just so fucking good, you know? And then obviously going back into the Last of Us 2, blind, not knowing what happened and playing that and trying to see what happens with the characters. If I was to pick one, though, Jonah, just absolute one, it would be God of War 2018. Last of Us Part 1 is very close, but just God of War 2018. Loved that game. What a game. Absolutely amazing. But listeners, what would you want to play again? You know, just send us a tweet at latest PS5 or you can send us a DM. I will read them on next week. So I will ask Alex that question, Jonah, as well, because it's a great question. And I will read out what you listeners have said as well. So just leave your name and the game that you would want to play again for the first time. You can do that via Twitter at latest PS5. You can DM us at latest PS5. You can leave a comment on this podcast or you can email thelatestps5 at gmail.com. All contact details are in the description of this podcast. But I'm going to love and leave you guys this week. Um, I'm going to record the latest PSX now, which will run down the top PlayStation Network games for June, the top 20, and the free-to-play as well. So head over to www.patreon.com forward slash latestps5. Help support the show, get access to these. Everything Demi said, basically. She says it better than I do. Thank you very much for listening. I would say good night, but it's not good night. It's actually only half past 10 in the morning. So have a great day, everybody. Thanks.